Bear Down Bears fans, Bears Victory Friday. Victory Friday. It doesn't sound as good, but I'll take it because a Bears victory sounds great any day of the week to me. Even one uh, in an interesting game last night that, uh, I don't know, Lance, it, 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 it's a win, but it, uh, it didn't feel like uh, the win that I hoped we were going to get. This one, to me, felt like it should have been a little more dominating. But as we said before the pod, mm-hmm. a win is a win. What'd you see last night on the show? Lance Briggs on the show, ladies and gentlemen, former uh, future Hall of Fame linebacker, Lance Briggs. Uh, thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you for that part right there. Hey, look, you, listen, you know, it's perspective is everything. So if you look at this as a a win for the Bears, all right, there was the, there were players that are going to be on this team in the future. You're, you're looking for who's who's part of this core, who's a yeah. part of the future. You yeah. saw that. You, you definitely saw that in this game. There were players that, especially defensively, um, shoot that offensive line where they were moving bodies, you know, moving people around. They gave uh, uh, Tyson plenty of time. Oh yeah, they gave him plenty of time, you know. And 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 then you look at at not only did we win, but we also moved into the the that first slot in the draft. So the perspective double is win. It's a, a win, win. Oh yeah, win, it's a win, win. win. Oh yeah. Ah. Listen, we taste the W's like uh, Jameis Winston, baby. We taste the W's. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. Please, let's not. <laughs> Let's not. Please, no, Jameis. Sidebar, complete sidebar. I love Jameis Winston, the teammate, but he got to be a weird dude to be around. I don't know. I, it's just, I love what he is as a teammate. He going to hype your yeah. head up. Yeah. He going to eat a W. He going to eat some Ws. He going to eat some Ws. <laughs> uh, you know, I just you know, I think he, you know, I think his heart's always been in the right position, right, right spot. You know, he just, he, he, he took, sometimes he takes it too far. Hey, I, I, I loved it. Even his teammates was like, we loved it, but we all was confused. Like, nobody knew yeah. what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me ask you this, Lance, right? Because uh, you, you literally just heard the comments from Chris Canty uh, over on uh, Cabin J Hood, uh, yeah. 7 to 10 every day. Tune in with them. Rock with the boys. Make sure y'all stay with them. ESPN 1000. Uh, you literally just heard Chris Canty's comments basically on – Sell high on Justin Fields. There's no reason for him to take another snap now with what this team is. After this game, right, though, I'm I'm very confused on why it's the whole you have to go get a quarterback when the things that you just mentioned that were good were line play on both sides and continuing to build through the trenches. I would think that a defensive, a former defensive lineman, former trench guy would understand that for a quarterback to be successful, the trenches have to be in place. And we're starting to see the beginnings of that. Hopefully, Nate Davis comes back and can do that. But when you heard Chris Canty's comments, <laughs> what were your thoughts? Uh, you know, it's my my thoughts were that um, this this expert uh, commentary is coming from uh, probably a, a offensive defensive lineman, probably yeah. a defensive lineman. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's it's one of those deals, man. You know, I I talked about uh, on the on the the after show uh, yesterday with Alex Brown. You know, one of the most uh, complicated signs that you're going to give D lineman is this sign right here. You know, eat, eat, get out there and eat, get out there and eat. What uh, <laughs> Everfuss was doing on the field. You yeah. know, my, my my thing about it is is, is those comments that they, they come without an understanding that that uh, you look over at, at Baltimore, okay, you see the things that they're doing. You know, what I mean to 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 play to the strengths of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they're they're one of the funnest, the most dominant teams on both sides of the ball. Yeah. You know, because they play to the strengths 
of their quarterback, and he has a specific skill set. If you have a, uh, a Justin Fields with a specific skill set and you're not playing to those strengths, then what are we doing? Then, of yeah. course, you're going to get comments like Chris Kenny and him saying these, the, all this, this this jive about uh, him <laughs> sitting him and not putting him out there. Remember that? That to me, that it doesn't really tell tell the story. It doesn't really tell the story. And he's saying sell high because he had a good game against the Commanders. Don't sit, don't play him anymore and trade him. Get out of here, man. This is not. This is. We're trying to build a championship here. You yeah. know what I mean? We're not here. We're not here to cut ties with everything and then re, restart. He hasn't been a part of this organization, so he doesn't know what we've been through just to get to the point we're at right now. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's so interesting when I hear people say that. It's like you want to sell high, like. It's almost like the tank mentality or the tank mindset has corrupted sports so much that all people can think of is, well, you have to trade this piece high to get the next best pick that you can so that you can get the next best thing. And sometimes the next best thing and the next best thing. The, even, the, we we just watched it last yeah. night. Even more so in the city of Chicago because we've we've been dealt a, 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 a bunch of crummy cards when it comes to players and player selection, coaches and coaches selection, you yeah. know what I mean, for a long time, you know what I mean. So it's it's it, there's a there there be, has become a culture of ah, uh, it's not going to work. Get rid of them and get somebody else in there. Oh man, we can get somebody. We, and then you start throwing out generational talent. Oh man, come on, man, hey, generational listen. talent just because we have to go get this person. No, you got what you need to do, man. You know the 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 championships were were built from that interior. All right, you go back to the yeah. 85 Bears. They had, they had so much talent. It didn't really matter who played quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. We lucked out and got Jim McMahon. And Jim McMahon, you know, let him uh, help lead him to a championship. But let's let's do let's do what we know. Let's go in out and let's build these doggone trenches. Let's build it. We have we have a core right now. And you can see on that field there are players. Now you add Montez Sweat to that to that uh to that recipe. You know what I mean? You can see what Tevin Jenkins can do. He had, he had a little bit of rough. He had a, a, some rough plays last night. Hey, listen, yes, some rough plays. But all in all, he's been grading out extremely well. We're building something. Let's keep doing that. Keep moving in that direction. And and I think that's the interesting thing, right? Like, speak to how much of a difference good coaching makes. Because I think that we continue to see like a back and forth with coaching here, right? Like there's some times where, and I will say this, Floose to me as a DC, I, I got to give him credit. He's doing a much better job defensively. But then I look on the offensive end and I hear this comment yesterday. Courtney Cronin tweeted this out and she talked uh, with DJ Moore and Tyson Bajan. She said DJ Moore was surprised that on the first play of the game, that 16-yard reception, that he got the ball. Uh, that he got the ball. He said, "I was shocked because that's not what we went over." And when it happened, I was like, "Okay, let's just start the party early." I was happy when she asked Tyson Bajan about it. He said, "I don't know why I'd be surprised. He's the best player on the field. You have to get that guy the ball. Your coaches aren't even preparing the team to get the ball to DJ Moore in situations where every time he touches the ball, he's magical." Yeah. Does that does that is that a huge indictment on the coaching staff and how much can coaching change what we're seeing with this team? Well, you know, in the in that script and their their you know fifteen play script, you know, I don't I don't know if I don't think that DJ's a guy like he's he's a, he's an X, you know, what I mean he's an X, yeah. you know, and he's not a I don't think he's a guy that moves into the slot like you can move players around specifically to make sure that they're in those positions. You know, he might be a guy that's always an X. And and so, you know, there are plays that are going to be tailored to him. There will be plays that are being tailored to others, you know, and and, and so. Um, but, yeah, I, 
Yes, he should be. He should be in the in the game plan. He should yeah. be in the game plan. I don't know if it, you know. Obviously, sounds like Tyson. You know, had a little audible. Uh, I love you know, it, but but yeah, no. I, I, he should be. He absolutely should be in that game plan in that script. And I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't know what Luke Getz's thought process is behind it. But you know, we'll we'll see. I think it's just, it's always so interesting to me because it seems like the Bears on the offensive end have taken this, which I guess I kind of like it, right? The everybody eats approach. Everybody's going to get a bite at the pie. You don't want to focus in on guys. But to me, with where the Bears have been, the positions we've been in this season offensively, you need to focus in on DJ more. And they and they have this mindset like he's one, just one of the other guys. And he's not. <laughs> like he he's, a, he's an elite level wide receiver and you can clearly see the gap between him and I guess our next best receiver would be Darnell Mooney right now. Like I love Darnell. I think he's very talented. Oh yeah. But there's a huge gap there and the Bears are kind of like, well, we're we're going to get you the ball, but we're going to get you the ball when we can, not get you the ball to move us down the field. Well, okay, so let's 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 talk about this. Um when when the Bears played the Commanders, you know, it was DJ all day long. All day. You know, yeah. and we were, you know, as, as happy as we all were, you know, because obviously it was a win. It was like, we can't do this every week. We can't just go to DJ Moore. Hey, what if, listen, we, we can not? do, whatever, we can do whatever it is that you have to do to win the game. If it's throw it to DJ, um, <laughs> you know, 90% of the time, that's what you do. You know, you take what the defenses give you. That's what you do. But I just, I feel like, right, like, when when I get take what the defense gives you, but I feel like when we look at other teams, and I get it, DJ Moore's not the same. No, he's not the same caliber of wide receiver. I almost had a homer moment there, but he's not the same caliber of wide receiver as the the Justin Jeffersons or, uh, like, the tops of the tops, right? He's he's in that top 15. He might be 15, 14 range, something like that. Mm -hmm. But with those guys... I've watched them literally go, you can't stop him. There's nothing you can do to stop him, and we're going to get him the ball on five of these next six passes. And DJ Moore, to me, is that type of player where I've seen him just be open, find a way to be open, or you throw him the tough pass, and he's like, don't worry about it. I'm here. I'm going to catch it. Double coverage, I'm going to bring that in. And we don't – it's almost as if the Bears don't have a trust that if you force the ball to DJ, he can make something happen with it, even though we've seen it so many times at this point in the season. Worst thing you can do offensively is try to force the ball because you're trying to get the ball into a specific guy's hands. All right. Um, defenses, we, we look for those tendencies. Yeah. You know, uh, Justin Jefferson, um, um, he's in, uh, oh, 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 I think the coach is O'Connell's uh, offense. Kevin O'Connell. You know, yeah. That's also, um, um, they're running the same style of offense out in the L.A. Rams. You know, a lot of similarities with what they're doing. And, um, um, again, there's a lot of tendencies in how they get the ball to Justin Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. And and so, you know, and regardless of if defenses start to figure out how they want, how they're supposed to stop them, you know what I mean? That's up to them, you know, yeah. you know, but I watch, I'll watch and I'll see exactly what you need to do in order to shut those, a lot of those routes down. Okay. Now, um, um, I played on a team where we had a Brandon Marshall and we were trying to force the ball to him over and over and over again. And defenses just cheated right over there and Jay Cutler would get, pick after pick after pick because he's trying to force the ball to a player and there were other guys that were open that she should have yeah. been taking what the defense was giving. 
Yeah. If we want to win, if you want to win, you know, yes, that we, we need DJ. We need the, the football in DJ's hands. But it needs to be in his hands when the defense is allowing that. Yeah. It was – that was uh, – <laughs> I don't know why they just reminded me. Were, were you on the field for the uh, – for the, the practice field for the uh, – when Devin bet Pep that uh, every pass in that practice was going to go to B-Marsh? Were you on the field? Um, I was. I mean, I clearly I was on that. You were on the team. I know that. Definitely on the team. You know, I mean, I'm sure I was running around, but um, I don't know if I know. I knew about the bet, but we knew that the ball was going to go to him every time. Yeah, yeah, clear. You you don't remember that specific practice. You don't remember that. He said. He said. What do you say? He said uh, when it got to 16 passes in a row, Pep called the bet off. Like (laughs) that's that's just. Ah, I love Jay. I love Jay, but Jay, Jay is Jay. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Lance. Mm-hmm. With what we've seen defensively from this team over the last, I say six weeks or so, right? There's been some ups and downs, but over the last six weeks, I think this defense has kind of started to put itself together. Pieces have been added, and uh, we're starting to see it kind of look like a defense that we hope it can one day be. Is that enough? to save Matt Eberflus's job at the end of this season because he has gotten the defense to look something like he wants it to look like, and maybe there need to be other coaching changes in the building, but we don't want to mess up the culture that he's building on the defensive side of the ball. I love what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. I do. I do. Um, I, and, I, and I love the the pieces that, that you continue to, to add to this team and, you can you can see a real core developing. Um, you know, there's there's things that have to happen offensively. You know, obviously we have to put up more points. You know, we need more production, and um, and we have to find out. You know, what 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 we have. You know, and so um, finding out what we have is also you know it, it there's uh, players play and coaches coach. There's a yeah. there's 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 levels. You know, to to all of this stuff and. I need to know if if the players that we have on the field match up with the coaching that we have, that they're the, the game plan, the scheme, and how you want this thing run. Um, I'm trying to figure out, you know, if if this is a if this the, the, these players and these coaches, in particular Justin Fields and Getsy, is a match, or if yeah. it's, it's the mismatch, you know, and we're trying to put put the pieces together. I'm hoping that they can find a way to make this thing work and, and, uh, and we can find some, a lot more success, you know, or feel like we can be successful in the future as we add pieces. Cause that'd be really helpful. It'd be really helpful, man. Not, I'm just, I'm, I'm to me, I'm really about building, um, building a championship team for years to come. Not, yeah. not just for the, for the, for the immediate future. It's, it's so it's tough, right? Because like the head coach is over everything, so for me, I look at it and I'm like, well, yes, you need to make these changes. You need to do these things. But as we're starting to see it develop, and as you go back and look at a lot of the scores, right, a lot of those scores on losing games, you have to take into account that the defense gave up, you know, I, I think in the Vikings game, right, they gave up, what, 13 points 13. because there was, or 12 points because there was a offensive turnover yeah. that goes the other way for a touchdown in the end, right? So, like, you look at the defense and you actually go back through the whole season and you're like, I mean, they were good here. They were okay here. Yeah. And I we hear this a lot with this style of defense that it's very bend, but don't break. I think that a lot of people are 
they get a bad taste in their mouth because too often we feel like you the defense should be what it was with you guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not Ben, but don't break. It's like y'all not gaining another yard. We're remembering the Titans in this game right now <laughs> with how we're running this defense. But the defense hasn't been terrible this year after the first three games. Uh, because true. That true. there's been a lot of issues on the offensive side of the ball with keeping the football out of the other team's hands. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the one thing right now that we're waiting for is uh, is uh, <laughs> what's going on back there. Like? Is we need takeaways. You know, <laughs> we need takeaways. Oh yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it, you know, it's to me, it's the, the the thing that we need now is just they just need takeaways. They just start punching at that ball. As I'm now now, what we're starting to see is we're starting to see, uh, you know, eight nine, ten guys show up at the ball. Guys are yeah. starting to run to the ball. You know, and it was it was it was great to actually watch last week. It was against two very good defenses. I'm watching number 99 from the Saints 30 yards down the field hustling his tail off and making a and making a play in the defensive yeah. backfield. You know, you when you have that kind of effort, that's the kind of effort that builds championships. You know, you can win like that. How do you how do you turn those almost turnovers into turnovers? Is there something you can do in practice? Because I feel like the Bears have had so many almost turnovers this season that if we could just get it that slight flip of like bringing one or two of those, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden we're having a very different game. How do you make that change in practice? Is there something different that you can do? I, I feel like he's moving intentionally to get this <laughs> guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I respect this so much. Um, <laughs> the lean is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, the, the you you number one you change uh, you change that because you you change from from turnovers. Turnovers are by chance. Yeah. And takeaways are a skill, you know. And so, uh, um, um, you know, taking the ball away is, not, is 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 the actual act of saying I'm taking the ball away from you. A turnover is by chance. He, he loses the ball. So the habit happens in everything that you do, you know, yeah. when you're in walkthroughs. I said in your practices, you're going you're gonna to cause fights with the offense, but who cares? You want to you want to win. Yeah. You want to yeah. win. All right. Then that's what you have to do. You have to create the habit of taking the ball away. And then when you not only do you take the ball away, play's not over. The yeah. ball's on the ground. What do you need to do? You need to scoop. You need to be scoring every time. All right? Very, That's how you create the right habits. It's so interesting, too, because, I, like, <laughs> almost every player that went out, <laughs> for the, those of you listening on the audio side, just go to watch the video. I'm not even going to tell you what's happening over here. Just go watch the video. Uh, it's 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 so interesting though because like I, I feel like all of the all of you guys who are former players that went and watched the Bears practices and different things like that came away from their practices being like they're not practicing like they're not doing things to complete they're not finishing out the act right like Yurko was talking about training camp he's like the big guys are out there for no reason like they're not. They're, they're running past Justin Fields as they get out there now. Of course, you don't want to touch the quarterback sack him, but like mm-hmm. the play is not being blown dead when in what looks like to be a clear sack, right. they're just letting them play out. So then you get the the tweets of Justin Fields through a great deep ball down the sideline. And I'm standing mm-hmm. on the side. I'm like, it looked like he got sacked four times. Is it just me? I, maybe it's not me. So like 
is there an issue with how they're practicing? And I don't, I, I feel like, is there an issue with how they're practicing? And is that why we're seeing a lot of things take this long to develop? Because slowly but surely, as the year has gone on, they have gotten better getting in-game reps, getting in-play reps, and yep. I can't deny that defensively. I mean, I've the the since that third game, I've progressively seen them get better and better. You know, um, that's coaching, that's players, that's accountability. You know, guys are starting to fly around, and 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 you start to see. And when you know that 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 these guys are flying around, T.J. Edwards had twelve tackles, I believe, in this last game last night. Yeah. He's been in double digits in tackles the past, I think, for the past month. All right. He plays that weak side linebacker position. I'm very familiar with it. All right. I was saying this about a month ago. I said, listen, these linebackers should be having double digit tackles each each week. Need to be needs to be consistent. If not, you're not flying around. You're not flying to the ball. You're not running to the ball. And you, that means that you're not being, you're not, you're not putting yourself in a position to be a playmaker. And when I see those numbers. I see that that he has 12 tackles. I see that uh, um, Jack Sanborn has nine tackles. You know what I mean? He needs he needs a few more. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? But but uh, that tells me that that these guys are getting to the ball. You know what I mean? And that right there, that's that's a talentless talentless issue running to the ball. You know, yeah. so those are the things that they're doing. You know, I saw in the first game that Montez Sweat that he played in with the Bears. He's making a tackle down the field. He's hustling. Hey. I love sweat. Right. I love sweat. Absolutely. Eight pressures. Come on, man. That's that that you can win like that. Yeah. So you gotta I think I think uh uh, uh Chicago fans need to see the big picture. Really need to see the big picture here, you know, and see that there's pieces that are being put in place, you know, and the sometimes you know it, it's and I'm you know, listen, I'm not I'm not saying that that Flus is, is the best uh coach. Ever, I think he's pretty bad at interviews. You know what I mean? And there, and then between him and the Bears PR department, I think they, I think they, 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 they're definitely not always in sync. <laughs> they're never in sync, you know. Um, he's, you know, he's he's one of those young coaches. He reminds me a lot of of Nagy in, in the sense that you know, it's you can tell that he's he's new at this head coaching stuff. Yeah, you know. But if I if I if I talk about the grades, when I talk about the grades and I grade the defense. Okay, and you want to talk about uh, guys say or 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 fans say, oh well, why is the coaching where it is? I'm like, I get, I just gave the defense an A. Yeah. I like, so if I gave the defense an A, you know, you know, regardless of where the offense is, it's not going to be an F. Number one, it's not going to be an F. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I said if you have you have uh, you have three phases. Okay, you have three phases: offense, defense, special teams. All right, and if your special teams is a B, your our defense is an A. What do you think coaching's gonna get, even if your if your offense is a D, right? You know what I mean. So that and that's what I'm and that's what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? That's what I'm getting at. This team comes out and they start. They're playing each week. Um, um, we have to be careful about some things, you know. And 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 the, the 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 key thing that I'm most worried about is do not set this organization back. Yeah. We've been set back too much. All right. We need to continue to take steps forward. All right. No, 100%. Like, that's that's the that's the where I hear the Chris Canty's where he's like, well, you got to reset it because what are you going to have to do if you got to pay Justin? It's like, I don't it, it's almost like people think, well, if I have to pay this guy, I have to pay this guy what I paid Pat Mahomes because he plays the same position. 
if he ain't Pat Mahomes, you don't give him Pat Mahomes money. Like that's, like, you know what I mean? Like you, you structure contracts a certain way based on who the player is, and if that player don't want to take that, it's a very different situation then. Uh, right. People uh, mad about Montez Sweat when he got signed. It was oh man, that's too much money. It's market. It's market value. It's market. It's a market deal. That's what the market is for his position. <clears throat> the the part that killed me, especially with like Michael Lombardi, who just for some reason like I, I I'm I'm fully convinced that like whenever somebody's name starts to like die down and people just don't care what you say anymore, they just come pick on Chicago teams for anything they're doing because out of nowhere, Michael Lombardi's just like, well, I, I don't. Uh, you traded a second round pick and you paid this guy like one of the top defensive ends in the NFL. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you paid him like that because other defensive ends are going to get paid a lot more than that. And that's going to reset the market yet again. Yeah. What are, what are we like? We're acting like money's not going up in the NFL. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, let's finish it out with this, Lance. One last thing for you before we let you go here. Um, in that second half, uh, I was watching pretty close, but maybe not as close as you. What was up, Matt Sleeve? What's <laughs> Again, again, like I said, anything up that sleeve there? I listen. I'm not saying that that he is he is the 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 greatest head coach in the world. You know, especially you know in the interview telling the telling the 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 lady, hey, we got some trick plays here. (laughs) Tricks up our sleeve. We got some stuff up our sleeve. (laughs) Sleeve. It was a run for the A gap. It was the same stuff up the sleeve you had. You didn't fool me at all, at all. And it was fun, but you know that was the that was the bubbliest that I've seen him in 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 any interviews after that game. You know, and he got he got to joke around about it, which is good, which is good. You know, especially in a win. But um, I think it's I think he's I think he's definitely learning on the fly. And uh, (laughs) and (laughs) you know I don't you know I don't know what the future brings. But I'm sure that he'll have to reevaluate how he does things and 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 make some adjustments. Hey, Jason Leisure didn't deserve the "What's up, yours"? That was that was wrong for Matt. Hey, it was funny yeah. though. I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. Right. He didn't deserve the "What's up, yours." You know, he <laughs> left that interview and he was like, "What's up, our sleeve?" I got nothing. Luke, what's what's what do you got up the? Oh, a, a screen. All right, well, it is what it is. True. He was thinking that when he did that interview. He was like, did I just say that? Did I really hey. just say that? You know he was kicking himself. You can see it in his face. You know, like you, you thought you said something cool, and immediately you was like, that was stupid. I don't, that was, yeah. I don't know why I said that. That's going to come back to bite you. That's the, the rest of the season. Hey, we got something up our sleeve. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. You're not getting this level of content, this level of access to former Chicago Bears anywhere else, man. So uh, appreciate Lance for always coming through. As always, it's your boy Pat, the designer. Back at it again. Bears get the dub 16-13. A win is a win. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace.